All right, now we can, uh, if you have not already, and I still don't get how you just pay attention to college basketball during the month of uh, March, uh, but with just the chips and dips game left of the NFL season, it is all college basketball. And so that means seven weeks from today we'll be digesting a bracket. We start, and and thankfully we're able to get him here in studio because he has all the, ex, the golf excursions to Scotland, <laughs> yeah. St. Lucia, Tim Kruger, TK Brackets on uh, Twitter. The Bracketologist for Stadium.com joins us. Uh, hello, welcome back. Good to see you. It's great being me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's a flex right there. Wow. Okay. But after where you said you're going, uh, I, I I would not disagree right now. Yeah. Well, you know, it's going to be great. We get the plunge pool on the deck in the room. So Jeez. the wife's even like, no, no, you. her birthday's Saturday. Yeah. So she's like, no, you can go golfing that day. I'm good right here. <laughs> like, yeah, let's take yeah. you up on that. How was Scotland, by the way? You went there in the fall. Scotland was un. Well, it was the second time I've been there. Mm-hmm. So my wife works closely in the in her business with Mike McCoy, the Walker Cup captain. So she's sitting around last night. It's one of those weird things you remember. <laughs> sitting around the living room one night, she's like, you know, I think we ought to go to Scotland, support Mike <laughs> for the Walker Cup. And I'm like, oh, that's that's just stupid. Why would we want to do that, right? So we went. We took our good friends with, and uh, the weather was off the tr- like we yeah. the other time we went in July mm-hmm. it was cloudy cold rain today I mean it was 70 degrees sun only like two days was it even like windy yeah it was just phenomenal we the first round we played was at Carnoustie and I I told my buddy I go yeah, you know it's a little bit further north you might want to layer up a little bit you know you don't know by the fifth hole we're at we're in shirt sleeves I mean it's just nice. gorgeous well, that's good. We'll live vicariously yeah. uh, through you. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, all right. So, um, by the way, and uh, Tim is uh, they, if you, after games go down, let it fly. We'll be there. They've got yeah. the uh, the podcast right after the game, which is a lot of fun. Uh, Blue Jay banter live. Yes. Um, so let's talk today. About, let's talk about uh, Creighton. So start zero two in the Big East. Finish the month of January seven and one, and there are some interesting games coming up in February, especially on the road. But what in terms of the resume? When it comes to bracketology, mm-hmm. did Creighton do for themselves in the month of January? Um, not a whole lot, really. I mm-hmm. mean, they just didn't have anything bad happen to them, which might be the most important thing, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I kept telling people, you know, people were freaking out. They get three losses early, and I said, "Look, after you get that UConn Seton Hall road trip, you get that out of the way. If you can just split, and they found a way to do that." Then the schedule really flips around because now, you know, you're seeing this schedule yep. now. Sure, you, you're you now playing the middling teams. So, sure, you got to go to Providence and Butler and and uh, Xavier, you know, which are not easy, but it's a heck of a lot easier than going to UConn, right, yep. and Marquette. So they've got those games out of the way. So the schedule flips around for them if they can just take care of business. And they don't have to sweep this stretch coming up. They, You know, they could lose one of these on the road. It's not going to hurt them that much especially Xavier, who's up there a little bit. Um, then they got home. Their resume would really be helped by getting a quality, high-quality win, and obviously with Marquette and UConn, yeah. they have that opportunity. Are they – so they're, they're, they're hanging around on your bracket on stadium.com, 3-4? Yes, yes. I, I probably have them a little bit lower than some people. I mm-hmm. some people have had them at three for quite a while, which I couldn't quite frankly understand because they don't really have a lot. That Colorado State loss is working yeah. looking worse every day. Mm-hmm. 
Is that the ceiling, though, right now for them? A three? The way it's stacking up, perhaps, although if Kansas keeps <laughs> yeah. keeps losing, yeah. although they, they have so many chances night in, night out for quality, high-quality yeah. wins in that conference, so that's it. I, I Like, a lot of people are dropping Arizona a lot, obviously because the Pac-12's weak, but mm-hmm. you look at their resume, they've got four top 25 wins, mm-hmm. and, and only one of them was at home, so... Yeah. You can't ignore that. I understand they were, you know, a month ago, but they're still quality wins. And, uh, you know, they took care of business Saturday going, you know, the, the game at Oregon State was frankly a little bit shocking. But yeah. they took care of business going to Oregon and whipped up on a decent Oregon team. All right, so seven weeks from today, we know we'll be talking about Creighton. What's the path for Nebraska to be talked about on this day in a good way as they hmm. sit here with a net of 60. Just keep doing what you're doing. So, does that keep mean keep winning at home? So, cuz they're not they're going to have a bad they're going to have unless they uh-huh. really flip it around, they're going to have a bad road record, which isn't good. Yeah. I'm not saying that's good and, and 60 isn't good. Illinois Northwestern on the horizon on the road. Right. But then it right. then it gets easier after that. They might be playing three teams on the road where they could be looking for coaches at the end of the year. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, if you win Thursday night, that's that's enormous. Again, their seating would be hurt because of their road record, mm-hmm. no doubt. Um, their seating would be hurt because of their non-conference strength of schedule. But on the flip side of that, you can't ignore Purdue and if they beat Wisconsin. I mean, you're beating the yeah. two top teams in the league. So they're benefiting. Like I keep telling people, I've never seen a year where you go from, say, the sevens are starting to settle a little bit now, but up until this last week, you go from the bottom sevens through the elevens, and you know people are saying, "Well, why do you have this team?" You could put all those teams in a hat and draw them out. I yeah. mean, they're they're just all with very similar resumes. Most of them don't have a lot of meat on the bone, and so when you have high quality wins like Northwestern, like yep. there's yeah. a there's a perfect example yeah, a team a that's beat yeah. three top twenty five teams, but if they didn't have that, they have nothing plus a horrible loss. So. In your mind, as long as they hold serve at home and not have a bad loss on the road, they're at least in good shape to be in the field of 68? Yes. Okay. I, I think they're, they're, they won't make it unless these bottom teams, and you, you're looking at teams like Colorado, that, that's not going to have a lot of opportunities to have high-quality wins. So uh, a team like Wake Forest, and this looks like the Wake Forest team of a couple of years ago when everybody is shocked they didn't make the tournament at 23-9. The same same kind of same kind of team, like they're just not putting mm-hmm. anything quality on the resume. They're winning the middling games, but so I just can't. They would have to lose, and and look, they they don't have to beat Wisconsin. They're still going to be mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, but it would certainly help. Yeah, and and that, I'm glad you brought up the Wisconsin one because it, just given the way that they played and the way that they matched up in Madison not that long ago, it's it's a tough ask. But we do know how Nebraska seems to be different at home. If they were to lose that, then you are on the road at Illinois and Northwestern where you could find yourself in sort of a, well, I guess that would be a four-game slide then right. if you count the Maryland game before you come back home against a, a very winnable Michigan game. If if that were to play out, and I'm not trying to be doomsday here, but if they were to, say, lose the next three and we're going into that Michigan game on the, on the 10th of February, do you think they are sort of amongst – like the last four in or last four out type scenario. First, yeah, first four out. Or yeah, first they four would out, be, sorry. 
Yeah, I think if you that scenario, they would probably not be in the field at yeah. that point. Now that doesn't mean that they can't work their way right. back in. Mm-hmm. But you know, one team you're sitting there that I've always had in my field, and a lot of people haven't because if you look at their resume, they probably don't deserve it. But I have a hard time thinking that at 31 net, the committee's not going to put Gonzaga in the field. Okay, mm-hmm. their their resume's not good, but they have two games at St. Mary's. I gotta believe they're gonna yeah. win one of those. So that's a really good quality win mm-hmm. for them. So they're they're gonna be pretty solid there. But then you've got the Cincinnati's. Oh, Villanova's leaking oil big time. Who? They just they're just waiting waiting to play Creighton again. Yeah, one <laughs> and five in the last six. That wait was a, wait that for was Dixon a, to play against Creighton and they'll be all right. Bad, um, bad loss in Indy. Yeah, they they uh, yeah they blew that game. Um, so you've got teams, you know, and then we mentioned Colorado. So. Yeah, and Utah's starting to fade a little bit. You know, there's another Pac-12 team that you know not going to have a lot of choices. And how are how are we going to sift through all of the Mountain West teams? Like huh. Boise now is like the worst Mountain West team on my board, but I think they actually have the best resume of the guy of the teams. I mean, we, could we be talking that the Mountain West gets as many teams in as the Big Ten? Five, no, I think five, six. They they're going to probably get five. If Boise State can hang in there and get get a couple more big wins, um, Big Ten I still think is going to get six. I think Nebraska will hang in there. So one of Nebraska's wins is Michigan State. Your right. thoughts on Michigan State? Tough one to analyze. Yeah, they're really tough to analyze because they don't have a lot of meat on the bone as far as their resume goes. Um, you know that Baylor win is just sticking there for them, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's it's. It's the one thing that that they can hang their hat on, and and I guess, you know, they've got a win. They've got two top twenty-five wins in the net. One of them's Indiana State. So how much do you value that? Yeah. That's kind of where you look at that. Um, you can't devalue it. But beyond that, they've only beaten two other teams in the top two quadrants: mm. Butler wow. and Maryland. So that's not very good. Yeah. They've lost their chances to take out Wisconsin now because they're done with them. Um, so they need to, yeah, they need to garner some, some good wins, uh, no doubt. But they're they're okay. The problem I see with them is they're already at twelve and eight. Mm-hmm. I mean, you start getting to twelve and eleven, now you're in trouble. Yep. And and again, there's another team that never very good road record, only one and four. You brought up Kansas when we were talking about Creighton seed. Of yeah. continuing to lose now, I think this is also it kind of relates to the Omaha sports scene because we're we're accustomed to seeing him here when we host. Uh, what what what's kind of your overall feel for this team? Because I I think we've we've seen them for the majority of the season where they're kind of on the one line, then a two. Now people are seeing where they could be possibly a three. Like I'm curious on where the bottom might be for Kansas right now, given the way that they've played and where they just haven't been able to establish kind of what what would resemble a star a solid starting five and some bench that we've typically seen with Bill Self. Yeah, to be honest, I, they're a team I usually watch almost half their games. I really haven't seen them much this year, mm-hmm. so they're I'm just kind of looking at results and seeing snippets of their games, and um, they are kind of surprising. I mean. I frankly thought they would definitely be 1-2 in that league and probably win the league like they usually do. Um, the West Virginia game is the one that just went, yep. wow. Yeah. Uh, that was the, the shocker. And and then you think, well, they're not going to lose two in a row. Well, they did. Mm-hmm. 
Um, you know, they just, again, in the Big 12, they just have so many opportunities. Yeah, they have Houston yeah. Saturday at Allen. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, I wouldn't say it's a must win, but it certainly is going to solidify their position. Mm-hmm. You would have to look at them, um, you know, if Wisconsin keeps winning. Wisconsin yep. wins at Nebraska. That's going to be a quality win for them. And then they're going to move up probably to the seven. Kansas can drop down to the eighth overall seed, last in, on, on the two-seed line. Yep. Now you're talking about going up against teams like Marquette, Auburn, maybe potentially Kentucky. So if those teams go on a little bit of a run and Kansas lose some more, yeah, they're gonna they could drop a three. Now, as far as Omaha goes, mm-hmm. the good news is there's nobody else that's going to Omaha in that group. They're all Charlotte, Memphis, mm-hmm. Indy. What do you got against TJ? <laughs> what do you mean? Iowa State. You don't think Iowa State would get sent here? I, I have them in bracket center today. Yeah. They're playing. Right. They'd have to win their first game and then play Marquette. But yeah. And I know you like storylines because you had Iowa State. Oh yeah, I like, that was, yeah, 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 it always works yeah. out. Oh, well, amazing. that's funny you mentioned that because Chattel came up to me the other day at great practice. He goes, "Wait a minute, you've got, you've got Iowa State, Kansas, South Dakota State, and Wake Forest with Hunter Salas here." And I go, <laughs> "Yes, I do." And it all I did. People just don't believe it. They I mean, have, and I know you're joking with me, but. I had no idea that was the way it was until I got the bracket all done. I went, oh, wow, look at that. <laughs> That'd be cool. I mean, it's just the way it works out. All right, what people don't know is you also work for the Omaha Sports Commission. Uh, Tim <laughs> Kruger is in studio here, TK Brackets on Twitter. Uh, there has been a lot of discussion this year about the ACC. It's in trouble. We looked at football. What's going on in basketball? Because when your latest bracket comes out, Two, maybe three ACC teams will be in it. Now, one might be a number one seed in Carolina, but the rest of the league, what's going on with the ACC? Uh, thank God North Carolina's having a good year because <laughs> yeah. that's the one program I thought might take a step back because I'm not a big Hubert Davis guy. Uh, they have four in my bracket, but two of those are way down at the bottom of the, of the bracket. Um, yeah, Duke, Duke is puzzling. I mean, they just... I, I don't know. They're, they're getting, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say they're getting maybe as high-quality recruits as they did when Coach K was there, but they're still getting high-quality yeah. recruits. Um, and I thought Schreier is a pretty good coach. Um, they just seem to struggle. And, you know, frankly, thank God Clemson's having a good year. Yeah. Look how bad that league would look without uh-huh. without Clemson having a decent yeah, they're season. They were 13-6, and, and the game on Saturday was... Very winnable for them, yeah. Absolutely. So... They're still right now in my bracket. They still have two top four seeds. So, um, and and this has kind of been trending for a couple of years in mm-hmm. basketball. You know, Wake's kind of coming on. I think they've got the right guy there in Forbes. So, but they need some of those other teams um, now. Now Syracuse is a team to watch yeah. a little bit, and also another team that's really moving up the board is Florida State. Um, they're still too far out. Their net's terrible. Computers yeah. hate them. But those two teams, you know, eventually if they got some big wins, they could sift into the, the conversation. Is there a team, and kind of going back to the Big Ten, we saw, you know, Iowa's gotten a couple decent wins. Maryland, with how they looked against Nebraska, I think a lot of people look at them. Is there a team right now that you think is kind of in that, like you just mentioned, like with Florida State and some of those other teams, of, of keep an eye on their next month here where they might kind of enter the conversation in the Big Ten? And maybe that's Michigan State, too. Well, I mean, Michigan State's solidly in the field. I don't think, unless, again, like I said, unless they go through a losing streak, 
um, then they could be in a little bit of trouble. Iowa puzzles me a little bit. I guess it shouldn't with the guy that's <laughs> on the bench there. But, uh, you know, they're 12-8. and eight. They seem When I watch them, I think they've got potential to be really good. You know, I'm not really good, but yeah. really good comparatively, okay? Yeah. Like, like, you know, every time they have a chance to beat somebody, though, they, they've lost five games in the upper quadrant of Q1. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, haven't, they haven't won a Q1 game. They're 0-6. Um, they just can't seem to beat the really good teams. And I think with, you know, they, they play a style very similar to Creighton, and that's why I guess the Iowa-Creighton game was somewhat, you know, exciting and competitive yeah. because they both kind of play the same style. But they would be the only one. I don't see really anybody else on the horizon in the Big Ten, which mm-hmm. is kind yeah. of a little odd. Um, now, you want if you're a Big Ten, you want to hope that <laughs> – this was a one-year downturn for UCLA, and you get Oregon in here, and you know Washington's always been that kind of fringe mm. kind of team. So USC struggling. Yeah, USC struggling big time. Yeah, there's Never another surprised. team that you know beginning of the year you look to be solidly in the bracket, yeah. and they're nowhere to be found. Hey, uh, we'll get chatter on this. Help me with as we're still a little ways out, but I know you responded on Twitter, and this was a discussion on College Game Day. How do you handle a school like Princeton, who is fifteen and two? I got into it with some of my fellow bracketologists on that one. Well, I think they're I, a, they're I, a, they're you know we we saw them last year against Creighton um, in the uh, Sweet Sixteen, and you're like, okay, that's a good team, and then they come back this year, they're fifteen and two, but then you click on Princeton and you look at the resume and you're like, ah, but you're right, I have seen them in in an eight nine line in a lot of different brackets, and, and my point was. They're they're banging on the same guys who have been, or banging on Gonzaga for their resume. And I said, but then you're putting Princeton as a seven seed. That makes yeah. no. That's clickbait. I mean, that's just no <laughs> way. We we kind of resolved that yesterday, right? Where they lost to yeah. Cornell, so now they're not even the automatic in that league. So I don't have them in. Again, I, I think like I put in my tweet. At some point, it's just the accumulation of wins, mm-hmm. right? Like. I, think, and I could be wrong on this, but I think no team, no matter the quality, with three losses or less, has not made the at-large field. It might be four. I want to say that it was a Utah State team, those 28-4 ones that made it. Uh, by, by the but, way, death taxes in Utah State being good at men's basketball. Hello. Yeah. Uh, wow, what a, what a game this weekend. Uh, but, you know... They have, their best win is number 94 over Duquesne. Mm. They haven't even played a game in Q1. I, I just don't see the committee. It's just you, you got to go back to history. Some little things they look at differently each and every year, depending on who's on the committee. The one thing they've been very consistent on is if you don't have quality wins and you have a horrible non-conference mm-hmm. strength of schedule, yep. you're going to get penalized in one way or another. It might just be seeding. But in the case of Princeton, it's going to be it's going to be getting in the field. That I still think they're going to win the Ivy. So I'm yeah. not all that concerned about them right now. But I just can't see. Now look, if they went, they lose one more game. So let's say they lost it in their playoff. They have, and we're twenty four and two. Yeah, mm-hmm. then I could see them. you you you. Everybody's going to put them in because they're going to be upset with these teams that. You know, because hmm. bra- because bubble teams all they yeah. do is lose, right? So, mm-hmm. but 
let's let it play out. I, I still think they're going to win the league. But All right, When will uh, your latest bracket be released? It'll be released here this morning, later on Why don't this you just hit send right now? So you can like tease it, and then as we close, you can just send everybody to Yeah, if to you're out there at the table, you can just stick around and let us know. Because I like the format that Stadium has, which is like, I got to admit, Mark Overstadium does a fantastic job with it. One of the best brackets out there with the logos and everything. And it's very easy to read. And so it's you have it, Gary. You I, have my I, bracket. I know, but I don't want to. I don't want to ruin it. You can, Here, you can, show. you can, you can shout out. Nebraska's a ten. Yes, I'll, I'll give. There's a, there's a good. That's a good tease. Yeah, for later on Stadium.com, you'll see Nebraska as a ten seed. Who they be playing? Who they play? Yeah, I'll, even, I'll even oh, give you that. I'll even give you a special treat just today because it's our first bracket. Oh. <laughs> uh, a, a very intriguing game, really a bad matchup. Wow, you, you had me. You had me at the beginning, and then we just finished. Bad, bad matchup. matchup. Yeah. Bad matchup. New Mexico. New Mexico. Oh, I would yeah. not want to play New Mexico right now. If, yeah. if anybody watched stayed up, watch that game last it's night. Nevada. They are rolling right. Yeah, now. when they're healthy. Man, Richard Patino. That's, they that's have a good got spot some for dudes him. on that team. He does. He does. All right. Uh, we'll look forward to that. I appreciate it. We'll uh, talk to you again uh, next Monday. Yeah, next Monday will be by phone, though. I'm not going to uh, fly back to be in person. No? Sorry. Okay. After that, we'll be here. <laughs> that's okay. That's fair. Yeah, well, send pictures. Oh, I, oh, I will. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thank you. You bet. That's uh, Tim Kruger, our bracketologist. You can follow him on TK Brackets again later today, uh, this morning. Stadium.com. Uh, bracket will be out. Nebraska's in it. Creighton is in it. Where are they at? Uh, you can see all that with Tim, who uh, does this for a living now that he's retired. Kind of. <laughs> Mornings with Sharp and Hadley on 1620 The Zone.